0: Hey, beautiful humans. It's time to stop sacrificing for everyone else and put you first. Are you feeling tired, stuck, or disconnected? Or maybe you're just looking to be the best
1: version of you. I'm Mary Wong. And I'm Dr. Tanya Wilde. And this is Embrace, Embrace you, first, you First, a podcast to help you thrive and not just survive. We are busy moms, successful entrepreneurs, and doctors in the field of natural medicine with over 40 years combined clinical experience. You're going to learn from our professional
0: expertise and our juicy secrets that have helped thousands of men and women just like
1: you. We are going to teach you practical and doable strategies on health, relationships, and career. So sit back, relax, and get ready to embrace you right now.
0: Welcome to our nourishment series. Last time, we talked about why to nourish. And today, we're going to cover when it is to nourish. And this is so important and something that is often overlooked. And we're going to look at what it looks like. And
1: so let's take a deep dive. We were always taught the most important meal of the day is well, breakfast. Of course. Right? Because that's what we grew up with. Right. Mm-hmm. But no. know. No, it's not. This is actually a big misconception yeah. that I actually sadly taught my patients for many years, but where did this concept originate? I don't know if you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't know.
0: <laughs> and like so, Tanya, <laughs> Dr. Tanya. You're
1: so, on. so so breakfast, this whole misconception that it's the most important meal of the day, it actually came from industry. So, sugar industry and grain industry we were all taught that it kind of infiltrated that message got infiltrated into uh, health because dietitians were saying you need to eat breakfast it stimulates your metabolism it gets your you know blood sugar stable if you start the day with breakfast and eat every three hours and and although that works in a way if you're eating healthy i had a lot of patients with a lot of plateaus along the way if they were trying to lose weight And we discovered that it actually does the opposite of stimulating your metabolism. It actually slows your metabolism. Because if you think about it, you're starting off the day, especially if you're eating something unhealthy. Well, and especially now, right? Because, Mm -hmm. you know, before we
0: used to eat things that were grown in the earth. And now we're eating like boxed cereal.
1: Right. And the cereal aisle keeps getting bigger and bigger. And there's a huge marketing component Mm -hmm. to the point where cereal boxes have cute little eyes and pictures of little cartoon characters of the best shows on tv and they're sitting there on a box looking down at kids who are looking back up at them and saying mommy mommy buy that cereal and so we're taught through our kids too we need to buy them that cereal they're convincing us and then we want to model good behavior and eat breakfast like we're being told by nutritionists and dietitians and naturopathic doctors, in, in my case, in mm. many cases, until we understood and recognized that, first of all, you don't have to eat right when you get up. And secondly, the food choices need to be different. So, yeah. and, and, you know, I love it that you say this because,
0: you know, just like everything, our insides need to wake up. Right? Mm-hmm. Do you wake up
1: and, and you're like, okay, I need to eat right away. <laughs> so I used to. It's a good question. I used to. I used to wake up and eat. Eat every few hours, and then in order to sleep, I would eat. And I've I did, yeah, like right there, before bed. Oh yeah, yes, I would kind of help me sleep. But now I don't need to eat before bed to sleep. But it's interesting mm, this this right. whole concept that you're supposed to eat every few hours. And my weight at certain points in life weren't wasn't the most ideal, but. Uh, understanding beyond weight just what it that does to your metabolism and it's basically setting you up for pre-diabetes and diabetes which is what I'm trying to avoid especially knowing I have polycystic ovary syndrome which is one of my driving forces to stay healthier so yeah so Bre- this is so basically this important this is such an important
0: topic because yeah. nobody talks about when no they'll say what but they'll not when. how and
1: how yeah. yeah But like why so thank you yeah, yeah. okay and so so, so- Does that mean, though, that we never eat breakfast? No, but like, well, we all eat eat breakfast because we break the fast. Exactly. we break the
0: fast, right? And we all do it. And culturally, there's even religious
1: ceremonies around breaking the fast at a very specific time. Yes, yes, yes. So we all break the fast, and now it's just figuring out when. And really... That's a matter of lifestyle and convenience, but we'll talk about that in a moment. Let's talk about what fasting even eat is and what does it mean. So, when you th- hear the word fasting, what does that what is it, What do you think of automatically? Just you know, abstaining from food altogether. Right. So, and that is correct. If in if we're trying to apply intermittent fasting, which was what I advocate, Dr. Jason Fung. This wonderful nephrologist based out of Toronto is a big advocate and he wrote The Diet Doctor and he talks all about the background and the reasons and the physiology and the whys. And when you fast, essentially, and drink water, so it's not fasting without water, it's fasting with water and there are strategies that you can apply to even help you so that, you know, you, through your beginning attempts to do fasting, but the why is that it actually gives your pancreas a break from constantly shunting out insulin you're waking up in the day and eating right away already your insulin is being fired out especially if it's a carb-rich breakfast right and no break no No, so no break break. your insulin's like your pancreas is like okay by the end of the day i'm tired and so guess what the receptors are you know from that little message from the insulin constantly pumping out they get tired and then you end up storing fat and your metabolic parameters get thrown off your metabolism slows so it does the opposite so we want to be nice to our pancreases yes we wake it up slowly yes Mm -hmm. because when we support our pancreas we then ultimately support our thyroid we also support our adrenal brain connection and then we feel healthier We, we can not that I advocate less sleep but we can sleep with more vitality when we wake up in the morning we feel more rested we have more energy and we're healthier. So, well, you know when you say about sleep, it's also quality sleep.
0: It's not yes. just quantity of so it's sleep.
1: Better quality yes. sleep. Absolutely. Yes. So fasting, what is that? How can you apply it? How can you start to fast if it's something that makes sense to, for you in your lifestyle? You. So the way it's advocated with this advocated with this intermittent fasting is you prolong your window of fasting to anywhere from twelve to sixteen hours. People who have type 2 diabetes can go longer on some days of the week and drink water only. Um, but there's a lot of people will do the sixteen eight, which means you fast for 16 hours and then you eat over an 8-hour period. Right? right. And that can move, right? Because it's not like, oh gosh, everybody has to run the same schedule, especially no. when you're working. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there was this study that they did um, amongst a group of, of humans and it's important to note because many studies are done on 100. Yes, you're right. 100%. Mice, Right, one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and they divided the humans into two groups. Both the, the bigger group was before they divided them. They wanted to make sure that they had pre-diabetes, which, as we know, one in three Canadians have. Right. And they divided them into two groups. They both ate the standard American diet, which, as we know, is not exactly the most healthy diet. But they both groups had... Pre diabetes, high lipids, so high cholesterol, high yeah. blood pressure, borderline, basically like the picture of metabolic syndrome, we call it. So high cholesterol, high blood pressure, waist circumferences that were too big um, for optimal health, because that's. Mm-hmm. Did you know that there's something called the VAT? It becomes its own organ. Called the VAT, it's like the visceral adipose the name, but Yes, issue. I do know yes. about that. So absolutely. it increases cytokines yes. and inflammatory markers. Yes, so absolutely. So they had bigger bellies and and disproportionate. So unhealthy metabolic parameters. When they were divided into the two groups, one group followed a fasting routine, ate the same number of calories as the other group. The other group did not fast. And what they found at the end of the two months, I believe it was, the period of time studied, they found that. the group who did the fasting, ate the same number of calories as the other group, ended up reversing their type 2 or their prediabetes, their cholesterol got better, their blood pressure got better, they lost their waist circumference shrunk, but they didn't lose weight. So that was kind of intriguing to me because clearly calories do matter, but they were starting to shift, so their fat percentage was going down, their lean body mass right. was going up, and their metabolic parameters were improving.
0: And which meant that they actually lost fat, because of course muscles truly does weigh more than fat. So, so did I just? Say that <laughs> wrong? I
1: don't know. No, I just said. it's okay, but you know that's actually a good misconception to debunk, because a pound of feathers is a pound of, of bricks, and but but as you're going up in muscle, you're going down in fat. Yes and that's what i'm what, saying yes yes I said it but, wrong. but no no no. you didn't say it wrong it was cute because honestly it's a good point to make because people think that fat weighs more than no. know which, which one did you say <laughs> one of the, the, the misconception that... is that the muscle weighs more than fat but oh hmm,
0: good question we're we're talking, like, we're if different. you're looking at a concentration, mm-hmm. like, of actual lean muscle yeah, mass, yeah. it's going to weigh more than the actual fat tissue. The right, I quantity, guess, in the In the same, the same space. quantity, in the same yes, space. Actually, That's so
1: what I mean. So sorry, then. That's yes, Sorry. Correct. <laughs> no, I'm thinking, sorry, patients, because I always say, no, it doesn't. But in the same space, it does. Yes. You're right. Okay, yeah, anyway. We're anyway. Yeah. So we're totally diverting. But the but the bottom line is that with between these two groups... Um, they ate the same calories, one fasted, and it was actually interesting, they ate as early as 7 a.m. but then they were done by three. So they had a earlier window. So really it depends on your lifestyle as to when you decide to eat. Absolutely. And choose that eight hour window if that's the window that you decide in order to start your fasting. Or you can move up. For me, because I was eating all the time, (laughs) (laughs) healthy-ish. I'm not perfect. Um, I ended up having the cho- days I choose to fast, I, as I did the transition, I ended up adding an hour of, of fasting. So I was going from like 12 hours to 13. And then I worked my way up to 16 hours of fasting and then eating over an eight hour window. And you don't have to do it all the time. Patients who have type two diabetes, I would recommend probably considering it. But if you're just trying to get healthier for the reason apparently that it acts actually anti-aging. So... Oh, That's no demotivating motivating
0: factor. Like, hello. All the women's like, boop,
1: right? Burped up. Right. It's like anti-aging, oh my gosh. Yeah. Right? So apparently so, when you're in your fasting window, your DNA is being repaired. How cool is that? Yes, of course. Right? So not just for pre-diabetes and... Polycystic ovary syndrome for me, but to look younger, feel healthier, and repair faster. Yeah. Well, right? it
0: is about repairing faster and mm-hmm. rejuvenation and having your cells be as healthy as possible. So, mm-hmm. absolutely. So, but sugar can, you know, as you t- said in our last podcast, sugar becomes molasses in our body. How mm-hmm. well is that mm-hmm. going
1: to work? Right? Yeah. Yes. So, if we don't give breaks, we get molasses. <laughs> if we give breaks, we have fluid, like rivers going through our
0: arteries. So then, you know, let's talk about, when we're talking about intermittent fasting and everyone's lifestyle and how I mentioned that, you know, transformation doesn't mean that you do a full 180 or yes. whatever it is. Some people no. will, but for True. the most part, if you want something to last with longevity, yes, then it's about transitioning mm-hmm. little bits at a time. And you said you did that, I right? Did. You started off, like, you know, making the fasting
1: time a little longer, kudos to my patients who can just jump right in and a mm-hmm. lot of patients maybe culturally they already do kind of cut themselves off after dinner from eating and i think it's it's not an uncommon thing to you right. know to have that motivation we used to say don't dine after nine. Oh yeah
0: is that a thing yeah so <laughs> i like so for me mm-hmm. like
1: in terms of not eating late mm-hmm.
0: um just on a personal level, I found that when I eat later, it impacted my sleep. It, mm. I, you know, it diff- oh, more, more difficulty falling asleep, okay. more difficulty staying asleep, or like nightmares. If I, I for sure, if I have sugar before bed, I get mm-hmm. nightmares. Mm-hmm. So you know. So for me, and I'll tell you, I'm no saint. Like I do have a little bit of a like. I would love dark chocolate mm-hmm. any time of day. Like mm-hmm. yes, yeah, me too. I so, could go for that, yeah, but mm-hmm. so I don't. And so my trick, mm-hmm. I, mean, I guess maybe we're getting ahead of the schedule here,
1: but well, maybe I, maybe I, I'll say <gasps> my could, trick later. You, yeah, we could say your trick later. That works yeah. too for sure. Okay, keep but it. you gotta. But the school. point is, the yes. point is, there is a, are a tricks, and
0: you know, mm-hmm. in in helping you have that healthier fasting time Mm -hmm. right
1: so like how do we stop ourselves from eating too late right so one actually helpful tip we could talk about tips but in terms of fasting I mean why not right so in terms of fasting how do you just go from eating all the time to not eating you can in, in fact it's actually important to know a little bit of the physiology behind why patients and people will sometimes get kind of a feeling of low blood sugars mm, our yes. body is expecting to get food at certain times as it's trained so, you know you wake yes. up you eat breakfast our insulin's already pumping out even before the meal so we get a little low from just that that habit and then at first our bodies we're not going to die we're actually safe we, we might not feel great Um, during this first transition as our body actually makes breakfast for us (laughs) so glycogen stored in our liver breaks down to glucose and then we have some sugar in our blood in our reserves exactly
0: and for many of us we
1: have a lot of reserves (laughs) and that's right i was gonna say next if (laughs) if we've used up that breakfast from our liver the next step is to use our fat reserves yes so we we do and and uh From there, during those little transitions as our body's making blood sugar, we might feel a little bit distracted um, with low blood sugars, kind of a low because our pancreas is putting out insulin into our blood and and we feel a little bit of a low as the sugar declines um, as we transition from our breakfast stores in our liver to our fat stores. So actually exercise is a really good distraction. You would think rest, but movement actually gets your adrenal glands to tell your liver, make more. more glucose make more breakfast so it's actually helpful to distract with a walk yes which you do every single day yeah but now we're giving our tips away i thought it was at the end but that's okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah so distraction is helpful for during fasting and then when you're fasting you can also uh, drink electrolyte drinks without sugar you can do bubbly water you can right instead of just um sorry choosing
0: water yeah like different type exactly over energy drinks or like anything that contains sugar even if it's like fruit sugars right yeah concentrated fruit sugars yeah
1: sounds kind of good but really it's it's just sugar Mm -hmm. yes water so water bubbly water um, tea that you've brewed up and turned into popsicles with stevia if you really crave that sugar taste Um, or you can even do Zevia pop, which is like, you know, bubbly water. In the the evening, you're not going to wake up and have Zevia pop. Right. People will. But in the evening, if you're craving, you can, you know, chew on a popsicle or you can have some, um, Zevia pop or, or any, you know, unsweetened Perrier drinks, beverages.
0: So, and then I want to add in, because I had a patient that thought Stevia was the end all be all. Mm. So she started putting into everything, like, you know. All the time. Oh, right. And it actually caused gastrointestinal as well. distress. Yeah. So yeah. a
1: lot of stevia's are sweetened with erythritol, and that can cause GI distress. So that's mm-hmm. good to know. Yes. Right. So when so we say careful. this, do mm-hmm. with the word of caution. Right? Yes. Like anything Absolutely. in excess is not so good. Yes. yes. Even and when it's, it's healthy. And it's for the transition. You won't yes. be doing this long term. It's more just for transition. But yes, n- anything in excess definitely not good. You don't want to be fasting days on end either. No. Okay. So. Then for you, this is a lifestyle choice. So
0: some yes. people do intermittent fasting mm-hmm. as like a dieting strategy. Yeah. So we're looking at fasting for health. For health Anti- and for aging. longevity and, and anti-aging mm-hmm. in a way that's that lasts forever, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So then let's now go into the tip because I could see that we're... You oh yeah, getting to the end of time, and yes, you know you're so we good. love to keep talking. <laughs> we do. There's no shortage of talking. But no. <laughs> so tell me what you know. What you do as a strategy for yourself for fasting? I mean, you're an expert now, but like to start out okay. when you're like fasting, it's like, oh my gosh, I would really die to have something right now. What do you do? So
1: actually, brought in. So as my transition, I brought in coffee, and I didn't used to be a coffee drinker interesting yeah so and it does bore a little energy from the adrenals which does cause that extra little kick on the glycogen from release from the liver so coffee helps and lots of water so i'm giving you more than one tip and 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 riding like i'll go exercise for sure distract Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. super helpful
0: so for me it, it's not a it's interesting that you chose the word distraction because mm. i just come from a place of like what is going to make me feel healthy yes and so Mm -hmm. i know that i feel more energized just naturally if i wake up and do something more invigorating so you know in my earlier years i Mm -hmm. was doing a lot of running you know i've done the marathon Mm -hmm. but now i'm like over 50 and like you know what i'm sorry but i can't run like i used to so i now i do brisk walking and Instead of mourning the loss, and there is a little loss with it, yeah. but now I'm just like grateful. It's like, gosh, yeah. like I get to connect with nature and I get to mm-hmm. walk and listen to
1: podcasts. Yes. <laughs> and I would right? say distract. It's good that you pointed out. I love how you truly listen. So distract, I was thinking more for the transition, yes. but then you're right. It's like filling up your time with, with things that give you that like joie de vivre. Mm-hmm. And I would say that. Um, I really enjoy my coffee, my java now, and and, sure. and and I really enjoy a ride in the forest, and being in touch with your five senses is key. We'll so talk about that another we time. We will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm my sp- other t- one little tip yeah.
0: after I eat, I don't know mm-hmm. if I mentioned it, I, I actually brush my teeth. Oh, that's smart. It's right? Because yes. then afterwards, it's like, I don't want to brush my teeth again.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, and yes. I don't
0: like, I'm the person that will like die hard no matter how I feel. Even when I was younger, if I was like hungover or whatever, well, like, <laughs> <The> <laughs> like I'll like I'll brush, <laughs> I'll brush my teeth, yes. right? It's like, yes. so yeah. Nights so nights brushing
1: night and brushing morning, morning, but you're talking now. about at night before you go to bed.
0: Well, or no, or I would do it birth. earlier.
1: I would okay. do it after
0: dinner so yes. that I don't worry about it later. Even if I like watch a movie because oftentimes people will mm-hmm. associate eating, like when you go to a movie theater. Mm-hmm. I grew up going to the movie theater and you would buy snacks. Yes. To watch a movie. Right. So that's a very, uh, you know, that associative um, habit, yes. right? Yes. So now it's like, no, no, I don't have to eat when I watch. Right. I think a lot of people do.
1: Yes. Right? yes. They watch TV and they'll eat bonos. Popcorn, <laughs> chips. Yes. Yeah. I, mean, I was, I, I am guilty of it now. I'm not guilty, but I enjoy it sometimes yes. now. But I choose not to, and I've learned other strategies around that because of the way I feel and the knowledge I have behind why to fast. And it's also just figuring out what works for you lifestyle-wise yes. in terms of time. Because for me, when I'm fasting, I'll eat between 12 and 8, so it's a little bit later than what the study showed. Right. And that's okay. It can be 11 to 7 that you eat or 10 to 6. It depends on what your work schedule yeah. is and your family life and such. And again,
0: you know, you do it gradually so it may not be eight hours initially Mm -hmm. right that's right and so like you i'm not going to feel guilty about it but yes of course there are times i'll Mm. sit and snuggle with my daughter and we will like get some chips that's right no biggie and that's okay Okay? that's okay 80 20 rule guys yes and we'll talk about more of this kind of stuff later so So tell me
1: what filled your cup today homework first (gasps) homework right (laughs) we would like for you to (laughs) Think about how you could incorporate some fasting into your life, even if it's not making that big transition. Where would you have that in your life, fasting? And then my cup. Mm-hmm. How did I fill my cup yeah. today? I filled my cup this morning by calling a friend and singing. You've With that, singing oh my God, that's amazing.
0: Yes. Okay, we're going to have to sing sometime. Yeah, for sure. sure. Do.
1: Mm-hmm. Harmonizing, awesome. yes yeah I, I don't know how to harmonize I'll just sing right <laughs> well I will harmonize on your singing Woo-hoo! and we will share it with you okay if you want to get so that will creative. fill my future cup yes <laughs> and so today I was just really present
0: to like what filled my cup was mm-hmm. like oh my gosh my husband set up our camera and like everything ready to go mm-hmm. as I walked in the door for my walk which I loved doing and that's Aww. partly what fills my cup Aww. and rather than just like coming from a place of because you know, there's lots of things that he doesn't do, but focusing, focusing on what on he did what
1: does do that does. is so important as women. Right? We need to constantly, definitely admire and adore our spouses, build them up, and recognize what they do. do I agree. Because yeah, it's Holy, otherwise truly. like I could go yes. down a list of rings, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> and we're not you gonna win. do that. that like, how awesome one. was
1: that? Yes, okay. so awesome. All right, I appreciate him too. <laughs> Thank you, Jayla. Okay. Bye, guys.
0: Bye. (laughs) See you
1: soon. Thank you for joining us. Click subscribe, like, and share. Please comment and suggest topics you want us to cover. Until next time, ask yourself, how are you going to embrace you first today? For more podcasts, check out embraceyoufirst.com. And follow us on Instagram, Facebook,
0: and YouTube.